This podcast is for investment professionals only. It is not for distribution to retail investors. This material has been provided for information and educational purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation to buy securities. The information provided and the views expressed in this podcast could change and are not necessarily the views of Premier Mighton. Reference to any stock, fund or investment should not be considered advice or an investment recommendation. Any reference to past performance is not a guide to future returns and the value of investments can fall as well as rise. You're listening to the Bright Thinking series from Premier Mighton, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mighton's fund management team. I'm Matthew Tillett, fund manager of the Premier Mighton UK Value Opportunities Fund. In this podcast, I look at how long-term investors can exploit the ups and downs of the economic cycle. With major asset classes all posting negative returns, for most investors, 2022 will be a year to forget. For stock pickers, the pain was most acutely felt amongst cyclical stocks, particularly in the consumer discretionary sector. According to Bloomberg, the FTSE 350 General Retail Index lost 32% during 2022, significantly worse than the broader indices. And it was a similar story for most other economically cyclical sectors. These moves reflect the deterioration in the near-term economic outlook as cost of living pressures and rising interest rates have darkened the outlook for consumer spending and the broader economy. More recent performance of cyclical stocks has, however, been better. Again, referencing Bloomberg data, the FTSE 350 General Retail Index rose 18% during the last three months of 2022, significantly ahead of the FTSE All Share, and has continued its gains into early 2023. What explains these moves, and what are the prospects for economically cyclical stocks during 2023 and beyond? Despite a challenging macroeconomic backdrop, there is a case to be made that certain cyclical stocks and sectors may perform relatively well. This podcast explores two specific examples, early cycle consumer stocks and pandemic-afflicted industries. Stock markets act like giant discounting machines. Information about the future is reflected into the day's share prices. Risk factors are therefore most dangerous when they are not widely known or understood. But the opposite is also true. When everyone is aware of a negative, the chances are it's already discounted into share prices. The old investing adage, markets climb a wall of worry, encapsulates this phenomenon. And to see this process in action, let's examine the UK retail company Next PLC. Looking at the share price performance from the mid-2000s, a period termed the Great Moderation, the global financial crisis and subsequent recovery period, two things stand out. Firstly, the substantial underperformance of Next PLC shares relative to the FTSE All Share Index started towards the end of 2007, which was a long time before the recession caused by the global financial crisis actually started. Secondly, the trough in absolute and relative terms occurred in mid-2008, after which Next PLC outperformed the market during the GFC itself and throughout the subsequent recovery period. Now, this result might be surprising to many, considering how challenging this period was for the economy, the rising unemployment and a deep contraction in GDP. Two factors explain why this happened. Cyclical consumer retail companies are amongst the earliest and most obvious losers from a recession. Because of this, Next PLC shares derated well before the rest of the market, so much so that a great deal of bad news was already discounted long before the recession itself hit. Secondly, the severity of the recession dramatically changed the outlook for inflation and interest rates, both of which had previously been relatively high. A lower inflation and interest rate environment provided a boost to consumers' incomes relative to what had previously been expected. At the same time, 
Other sectors of the market that have previously been expected to hold up better saw earnings downgrades and valuations deratings. Now, this experience illustrates a crucial point about investing. Taking decisions based on how the world looks today is not enough on its own. It's necessary to think about what could change. Now, when we look at the shares for the period 2020 to the end of 2022, once again, next PLC shares have fallen significantly ahead of an expected recession, whilst the wider market, represented by the FTSE All Share Index, has done much better. Can we expect a repeat of the GFC experience into 2023 and beyond? Well, there are certainly some similarities. Rising inflation, followed by rising interest rates, and fears of a downturn are what have caused most of the underperformance. Meanwhile, there are signs that supply-side inflation pressures are easing, which when combined with weaker demand as the global economy itself weakens, may serve to bring down inflation in 2023. This in turn may take the pressure off central banks to increase interest rates. If this does happen, cyclical consumer shares are likely to respond well. It's probably too early to say whether the recent recovery is the start of a sustained trend, but for investors with a long-term time horizon, this area of the market represents an opportunity. Now, this example showed how it's possible to glean insights from past cycles as to what may happen in the present. As investors, we also need to recognise when something about the current situation is fundamentally different. Great care must be taken in this exercise. Very often, plausible sounding arguments turned out to be nothing more than wishful thinking. It is with good reason that the words, this time it's different, are the four most dangerous in investing. That said, few would disagree with the notion that the COVID-19 pandemic has been genuinely unprecedented in the effects it's had on the global economy. Although day-to-day -day life may feel back to normal for most people, the truth is for many industries, the impact is far from over. As an example, Consider the automotive industry, historically one of the most economically cyclical subsectors within industrials. When looking at the historical global industry volumes of cars and light commercial vehicles, over the long term, there has been a clear upward trajectory driven by increased motorization rates, particularly in developing countries. The cyclical nature of the industry can also be seen clearly in the 16% peak to trough decline during the global financial crisis period. What is particularly interesting is the decline in volumes that has occurred since the pandemic is similar in magnitude to the global financial crisis. Yet unlike other cyclical industries, there has been barely any recovery. This is not due to lack of demand. It is due to supply chain constraints, semiconductors and certain other materials, the causes of which date back to the pandemic and subsequent lockdowns. So what could happen to the auto industry during a potential 2023 recession? New demand for high-tech consumer purchases such as cars may decline as consumers retrench. But whether this list translates into a volume contraction for the industry is far from clear. With supply already so constrained, lead times far longer than normal, as well as a stock of pent-up replacement demand that is still yet to be satisfied. Overall industry volumes may be more resilient than expected. And nor is it only the automotive industry where we see these dynamics at play. The travel, leisure and aerospace industries are also, to varying degrees, exhibiting unusual supply and demand dynamics dating back to the pandemic, which may result in them behaving in a less cyclical manner. For investors, the opportunity here lies in finding high quality business models where valuations are heavily discounted due to cyclical fears that may in fact turn out to be unfounded. Now, this podcast has focused on the economic cycle as a source of potential mispricing at the individual stock and sector level. But the ups and downs of the economic cycle are relatively short term in nature. 
They come and they go, even if they may feel very intense at the time. For long-term investors, cyclically-driven mispricing can be seen as an opportunity to invest in financially robust, high-quality growth companies on discounted valuations. There should be no need to compromise on quality and growth, even if this might come with the appeal of an optically lower valuation. To illustrate the dangers of getting such judgments wrong, compare the experiences shareholders have had over the entire period 2006 to 2022 in Next PLC, a highly profitable, well-managed business, with its close peer Marks & Spencer, a company that has been unable to achieve the same level of dynamism and profitability. The former has returned just over 470%, whereas the latter has lost investors almost 70%. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Bright Thinking series. This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier Might and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise. Thank you.